Hi, everyone. It's Allison Taylor with Everybody's Gotta Eat. Thank you so much for listening in today. I truly appreciate all of my listeners, and I'm so excited that we're able to connect over food and meal planning and feeding our families. Today, I want to talk more about meal planning because I think it's really important to understand what it is and how it can work for your family. So meal planning and meal prepping are not the same thing. Meal prepping usually involves taking a day out of the week and preparing a lot of your food, a lot of your meals for the following week. So that can mean making breakfasts, making lunch, and prepping for dinner as well. And it can mean that all of the meals for that week are the same exact thing. So for example, it could mean you're having overnight oats every day for breakfast. It can mean that you're having a burrito bowl every day, the same exact burrito bowl every day. Meal prepping can also mean that you're taking a day out of the week and just preparing the food that you're going to cook for that week. So that could mean cooking a whole chicken and shredding it and having it ready for all the different dinners that you're going to make or slicing up your veggies that you're going to need or preparing breakfasts and putting them in the freezer so that they're quick and easy to go. Meal planning, on the other hand, is actually just writing down your plan for the week. So that can mean knowing what you're going to make for breakfast each day or what you're going to have for lunch or the plan for dinner. It can be that specific. It can be that detailed. Or it can just be, okay, I have a rough idea. I'm going to write down four different meals for the week. And I know that the other three days we're going to be out and busy. So I'm going to run through the drive through or order food or have leftovers. So meal prepping falls under meal planning. It's just a way of making sure that you are organized for dinners and breakfasts and lunch. But that doesn't work for everyone. And I don't want that to stop you from meal planning because it's totally different and it's doable and it can work for you, even if you don't want to meal prep. They're not the same thing. I personally don't do the full meal prep on Sundays, but I will prep certain things on the day to make sure that I'm going to have dinner made and to make it easier and make it faster. For example, I will chop the veggies earlier in the day knowing that they're ready to go and ready to be dumped into the meal that I'm making. I will chop up the meat that I'm using. I will get everything out on the counter so I can see it. All of that is for me because I know myself and I know when five o'clock rolls around, I need dinner to be easy and quick and not involve a ton of thinking. We are such an all or nothing society too that I think a lot of moms that are trying to feed their family kind of give up on the idea of meal planning because they do not want to prep, but it's not the same thing. And there is no one size fits all because it's your family and it's what you want to do. And I talked about this last week too, but I just want to really drive it home. There is no one way to meal plan. It's what works for your family and it all depends on what you're trying to accomplish. There are so many different reasons for meal planning. It can be that you want to eat healthier. It can be that you want to save money. It can be you wanting to know exactly what your children are consuming and be in charge of that. It can be that you're just really tired of not knowing what you're making for dinner every day. And it can mean that you just want to start cooking more and be organized in your life. So it's going to be trial and error when you're first getting started to see what works for you and what you like and what you don't like. And you can change. You can pivot. That's totally okay. In the beginning, just stick with what you like and what you know your family likes. And then you can grow from there. So start with five staples 
and start making that more because you know your family's going to eat it and there's nothing wrong with that. You can also add in some health if you feel like you need to. I think it's safe to say by now, if you've listened to all of my episodes, I literally add spinach to everything. And it makes me feel so much better when I'm making a meal that doesn't typically have vegetables. I can add in the spinach and then we have a fully balanced meal. And it's so easy and it's so quick. And it doesn't add any extra taste and my kids don't even notice it. Bottom line is just start organizing a little bit, writing some meals down and just get started. You will feel so much better when you have a plan in place. No matter how small the plan, you are going to feel better and it's just going to expand from there. Okay, and now I'm going to share with you my menu for the week. Monday is sausage pasta. Tuesday is fajita meatballs. Wednesday is slow cooker ribs with mac and cheese. Thursday is green goddess salad with steak. Friday is curry chicken with rice. Saturday is white chili. And then Sunday I leave open so that we can eat out or order in or have leftovers or so that my husband can cook. I'm going to share my chicken curry with rice recipe because it's really easy. Everything goes into the slow cooker. And I also think that the flavors are mild enough for children to like it but it's still super flavorful and fun and different. You are going to need two pounds of boneless chicken thighs, one bag of fresh spinach chopped, one can of coconut milk, one tablespoon dried basil, one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon pepper, one tablespoon yellow curry powder, one teaspoon chili powder, half of a teaspoon of dried ginger, a half of a red onion chopped, and four teaspoons minced garlic. Then you will also need about two cups of rice and some cilantro and a lime. So you are going to mix the coconut milk, basil, salt, pepper, curry powder, chili powder, ginger, red onion, and minced garlic together. That's going to be the sauce. You add your chicken thighs to your slow cooker and pour the sauce over the chicken. Cook that on high for four to five hours or low for six to eight hours. Then you're just going to break up the chicken into smaller pieces. I do this right in the crock pot. And then I add the chopped spinach. And I freeze all of my fresh spinach and then take it out of the freezer right when I need it and break it up with my fingers. It's really easy. So there's no chopping and it lasts a very long time in the freezer as opposed to going bad in your fridge. So you add your spinach. Then you stir and cook that for 10 more minutes to let the chicken soak in the flavor and let the spinach wilt. You cook the rice with your preferred method, and then to assemble, you put some rice down, then the curry chicken, and then you can serve it with cilantro and lime on top, and that's it. And curry can be a strong flavor and maybe a flavor that kids don't like, but my kids love this dish. It's just the right amount of curry to add that flavor, but it's not too much, and then the coconut milk makes it super creamy and delicious, and they really do love it. I would love to know if you make this and what your family thinks of it. So send me an email once you make it. Now I want to share a story from my best friend since fifth grade, which if I do the math is about 25 years. Oh my gosh, unreal. Her name is Michette and she is a pediatrician in San Diego. She is married and has a baby girl of her own who is the cutest thing ever. And so she is in the midst of feeding her family as well. She sent me a story and I am going to read it. She writes, Food can be tied to loving and warm memories, but they can also provide hilarious moments. For me, food was often a way to connect cultures. 
My mom's side of the family is Jewish, and my dad's side is Greek. So there was always learning from both sides. My yaya, my dad's mom, cooked and baked all the food for her family and loved the process. She was passionate and immensely talented. When she came to visit, my mom wanted to impress her with cooking skills. Now, if there's one thing to know about my mom, it's that she is not a natural in the kitchen. Her strengths lie elsewhere. She planned a dinner with a vegetarian lasagna at the centerpiece. She spent time carefully picking out fresh vegetables and getting all the ingredients together. My mom wanted to make this for her mother-in-law, so the rest of the family was enjoying appetizers and not paying much attention in the kitchen as she was slaving away. Finally, the main dish comes out. From the outside, it looked like a delicious lasagna. The second I took a bite, I was met with raw carrots and broccoli. Instead of following a recipe, she went off the cuff, as she quite often does. This would work if she knew she needed to cook the vegetables prior to adding them to the lasagna. We all spent the next 10 to 15 minutes trying to politely choke down essentially raw lasagna. Of course, I was the first to point out that it was essentially inedible. We all burst out laughing. My yaya found it all very humorous and was impressed with my mom's effort nonetheless. I still randomly recall that memory and laugh out loud at how horrible the lasagna truly was. I had to stop recording you guys because I was laughing out loud because I know Machette's mom so well. And it's just so heartwarming and hilarious at the same time. And we've all been there, right? We use food sometimes to try to impress. And it's usually at those times that we fail completely in the kitchen. That happens to me all the time. But I also love this story because cooking can be such a way to show love. I think it should be added as one of the love languages. Because for me, I like to eat. I like food. But when it comes to cooking, it is such an act of love for me. Thank you so much for sharing this story, Michette. And also thank you to Eve, her mom, for being the subject, even though she might not know that until she listens to this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it helped. And I hope you got something out of it today that you can implement for yourself when it comes to meal planning and feeding your family. If you like what you hear in my episodes, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can be reminded when a new episode comes out every week. If you would like the recipe that I shared with you today, go ahead and click on the link in my show notes and you'll get the recipes that I share to your inbox every week. I hope you all have a wonderful day and happy and healthy meal planning.